Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to Offend to Offend, episode 12, the safe place where I am allowed to speak openly about my criticisms of people and society. I am your host, Franny's Coupe, and I hope you will remember that name until your dying days. Let's get into it. Ooh, how are y'all doing on this fine, fine day? Um, By the time you guys will see this episode, it will be Sunday. It will be Sunday. And um, it's, it's a reason why I decided to upload on this fine, fine Sunday. But I would get, like to get into like what I did last night. Like, what's up? Like, like, what's my mood today? So I'm a little tired, not going to lie, because I decided to fry some chicken at midnight. Midnight, guys, midnight. And there's a reason for that, of course. And the reason is because um, I ain't nowhere to get some fried chicken at, okay? And uh, it's it's just ridiculous. And if you look around this campus, all you see is is... Okay, this is going to be the top places they have. They have boba, uh, Chinese food, Korean food. You you notice a pattern here? There's literally no place. If I want some black food, I can't get it. And then, you know, Popeye's, KFC want to be closed. Who eats KFC anyway? But these places are closed. So if I have a craving, you know, for, for some black folk food, I can't find it. I have to cook it. So I decided to take a stroll to Walmart and uh, picked up some chicken legs, okay? And I was, you know, it's, people don't feel like frying chicken legs because because it's it's an inconvenience versus frying some uh some some tenderloins or the the chicken breast. So I was over there lo- looking for some tenderloins or or the breast, but of course they're out. They're out of everything. There's a shortage. Prices are spiked up. What is going on? What's going on? And what I I guess the the, the chickens are on, on unemployment too because I don't see the chicken. I don't see the chicken, so I had to settle for these legs. I know, first world problems, but that's what I did. I ate it, and it's so good. It it really reminded me of home. It really reminded me of home. So, back to the reason why I decided to upload today. So, as some of you guys may know, and if you don't know, then you you need a little bit of a education. Uh, but today is Sunday, Sunday, and that means it is the holiday of Juneteenth. Oh my God, Juneteenth! Yes, yes, it's Juneteenth. This is supposed to be a holiday for me, okay? So celebrate me, celebrate my ancestors. No, just kidding. But if you would like to uh, slide me some cash, I would greatly appreciate that. Even though you know. It's it's fine, I guess I, I I guess it's fine. But today is Juneteenth, and and that's why I'm here. And I just wanted to to do a special episode for for this holiday, cause how how can I miss it? How can I miss a day so important to my ancestors? You know, it's it's so so important. Okay, and uh, I could just sit here and talk on this microphone and do a historical lesson for you guys, but why would I do that? Why Why would I give a whole historical overview? Because this is not a freaking 
history channel this is a fan to a fan guys okay so why not offend people in the nicest possible way so this you know <laughs> it's, it's it's an interesting take this is my it's it's appreciation and it's you know um this is just a, a different delivery of that way but i will be talking about black people that just just black people and why i love black people some of the time a lot of the time i don't know you you will make that determination if i like black people or not by the end uh but you know slight experience with black people um so i happen to be black and uh my my family is too um if if we were to uh, trace it back, trace it back, trace it back to the ancestors of the ancestors, we wouldn't know because again, most most people don't know what tribe in Africa they came from. So I I don't know, I I really don't know. I I wouldn't be able to tell you, but I do know I'm definitely African American, and also some some of you guys know me. I, I'm also Haitian, um, as you can tell by by my weird name. If you think why is her name Fernice? Um, that's why. So I'm Haitian, African American. So I'm Black in America, whatever. African American. So, so that's my experience. Um, as you know from the underfunded public schools episode, um, I also grew up just strictly around Black people, and in some Hispanics, of course. But so I'm I'm very uh familiar with 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 the people with with the uh species, you know. So. I feel like I, I can talk. I can talk about them. I, I, I can talk because I am well qualified in this area. And I'm somewhat of an expert. Somewhat. So, again, this episode will be about why I love black people on a day of June 19th, 2022, Juneteenth. So, let's get into it. Oof. Again, so... I will be talking a lot, so of course I'm always dehydrated, so uh, if you're wondering what I'm drinking today, I am drinking out of an Aquafina uh, plastic water bottle, so if you have anything against plastic, then um, you may want to get it checked out, okay? But um, of course this is not Aquafina in here, it's uh, water fountain water from the Illini Union, so I will just be taking a sip of that. And also slight plot twist. I also have some yogurt right next to me. And if you want to know what yogurt I am eating, I am eating Yo Plate Original made with real fruit. This is a lie. Um, Harvest peach and it is six ounces, 170 grams, just in case you're in that metric system. So I'll be taking a little scoop of that. Ah. I'm almost finished with it. But uh, here's here's my little black backstory. I said black story, but yeah, it kind of is. Here's my little backstory for today. Um, so for the background, I want to get some of you guys familiar with uh, the this newly um, announced uh, holiday, um, Juneteenth. So, of course, I am no expert, even though I am an expert, but I'm not an expert. So, I will just be reading this from the Oxford Dictionary, what I Googled. So, this is uh, me reading Juneteenth. Juneteenth, the definition of Juneteenth is, is a noun, guys. It's a noun, if you didn't know what part of speech it was. So, 
Juneteenth, a holiday celebrated on 19th of June to commemorate the emancipation of enslaved people in the United States. The holiday was first created in, I mean, celebrated in Texas, where on that date in 1865, in the aftermath of the Civil War, slaves were declared free under the terms of the 1862 Emancipation Proclamation. Okay. And here's, um, observe some, okay, uh, this is this this definition is is the same, but if you want to know what it's also called, it's also called uh, Juneteenth National Independence Day, Jubilee Day, Emancipation Day, Freedom Day, Black Independence Day, and uh, this significance, like I said, emancipation of slaves and states in rebellion against the Union. Okay, the Union. We don't mess with the Union around here. Okay. So, so that, so that is the, the definition for y'all. So y'all know, so y'all won't be confused on that. So I noticed today also, uh, the different, uh, buildings in the restaurants were closed today and, and it's, it's a Friday, the, the day I'm, I'm recording this, uh, and I guess they're going to, because Juneteenth is on a Sunday, so so they decided to uh, choose Friday as the day uh, they have off. They they could have gave him a Monday in respect, you know, a day after, because, you know, black people are always late. So it, it, it would be nice to have them put it on a Monday instead of a Friday. So I guess they gave everybody the Friday off. They said, oh, we got to celebrate it somehow. Friday's the end of the week anyway, so it's whatever. So, 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 that's, so that's the way they're... Uh, recognizing it as a holiday because I guess some people get this uh payday off and people get the day off because it because it's a holiday so so that's good that's that's great that that this is finally a holiday that more people are aware of this because I can honestly say I did not know about this I honestly did not know I didn't know Juneteenth was a thing or Freedom Day or was it Black Independence Day so it's just something that we're not really educated about in school either you know, so that that would be really interesting to, to explore to, to see if it's actually being taught nowadays in public schools. Because, I mean, I'm not I'm not in a high school or a public public you know, underfunded public school anymore. So I don't know. Are they actually teaching it? Uh, we'll, we'll see about that. But, um, yeah, so good. This is this is great. OK, besides the fact that people get get the Friday off. OK. This is freaking great. Our ancestors are dancing and doing whatever whatever they're doing. So, uh, I think, honestly, yeah, my ancestors would be proud. They would be really proud of me. I'm over here putting in effort, uh, make, you know, making my voice heard. Make, you know, making the most that I can, making the most that I can, like, out of society and what it has given me. And just, like, they probably get annoyed every time I, I complain about this. And then they're like, oh, well, we had to work on the fields or something like that. I don't know. I don't know what they're saying. But I'm pretty sure they would be proud of me. But if they, um, if they do sometimes, like, look down and, and they see me 
at, at the bar seven days in a row, then I don't know. I don't know if, if, if they would uh, feel the same. And I, and, and I feel like um, also last year at Lollapalooza, if they saw me singing a party in the USA as loudly as I did amongst a sea of white girls, they, they, they would probably strike me down. They, they probably would have done it. Someone probably stopped them. Someone probably stopped them uh, because it, it was just ridiculous. I, I, I don't care if my black heart what was, was snatched that day. I was singing "Party in the USA," and and it's fine. It's fine. Also, with this whole, uh, you know, slave slaves over here slaving. Let's not forget to appreciate those those people who escaped to the north. All of what all of what they had to do. Harriet, my girl, Harriet. Okay. By the way, whatever happened to Harriet Tubman being on a twenty dollar bill? Did we just completely forget about that? Did Okay, so it was being talked about, and then, what year is that? Maybe 2016. It's like, oh, forget Andrew Jackson. Um, we're gonna put Harriet Tubman on this twenty dollar bill, and I'm I'm getting excited. I'm like, oh my gosh, a black woman on the twenty dollar bill. No, no, we we still didn't see it. As soon as Trump Trump became president, and then the talks of uh, Harriet Tubman being on a freaking twenty dollar bill, what was a race? Okay, so for, first of all, Andrew Jackson. Why? Why is he even on the twenty dollar bill in the first place? Why? Why is he on the the twenty dollar bill in the first place? I don't understand what he did, but but he's on there, and we we need someone more more deserving on that bill, like Harriet, you know. But right now, I don't feel like we should be doing that with this high inflation, cause your twenty dollar bill is probably worth five dollars. Okay, Harriet is not worth five dollars. She is that full twenty. She's at full 20 with steady, with normal, nice, you know, well, I don't know if inflation is nice, but, you know, we, it, it would be nice to, to have her on there because she, she really deserved it. Okay. She really deserved it. And honestly, Harriet Tubman, she must have had a rough time. Okay. A rough time. And I was thinking about this the other day and I was, I was getting ready to like write it in my notes. But the thing was I was drunk cause I was, I thought of some type of Harriet Tubman joke and I started writing it in my notes in my phone and it just said Harriet Tubman must've had a rough time. And I was like, what was I trying to say? But it makes sense why, why she would have a rough time. You know, you know, people not listening she she telling these folks to to be quiet, you know, like like before before the uh slave masters and the and the police and the dogs find them. She's like shh, and they probably still talk because you know people don't be listening. If you like shh, people people still talk, people people still talking. So Harry gotta gotta hold hold it down, and people not listening. And also when they had to wade in the water, you know, you know that song, wade in the water. I, I hate to sing the Negro spirituals right now. I, I don't even know if it, it's that spiritual, but you know, the slaves, when they were escaping, they had to wade in that water. Okay. To make sure that, that, that they were not seen. Okay. And then imagine black folks during that time. I can't swim. I'm scared of water. Like it's, it's people think black people can't float. And like, I hate to say that I agree with that because I can't swim and I'm terrified of water. Not, okay, I'm not terrified to go in the shower, but if you were to tell me to go in a pool, I, I would be so scared. So I probably wouldn't wait in the water. I'll probably like have them take me back to the South, honestly. So this is just 
my like this is just me right now in 2022 imagine them back then they had to go through so much to get there and also all that walking dang so much walking like the underground railroad was not actually a railroad okay it's like walking running waiting all of that they did all that okay so we have to appreciate my girl here harry tummy and also with these hair like i'll get a lot of harry tummy jokes because i look See, the, the pictures uh, that were taken of Harriet Tubman, they didn't, uh, they didn't take those photos in the best lighting. See, it, I know the photos are in black and white, but, but they had her looking rough. They had her looking rough. And that really causes a lot of people now to, to crack Harriet Tubman jokes. And I remember a few times my hair wasn't done. You know, my hair wasn't done. So I, I came to school that way, sadly. And then I was told I looked like Harriet Tubman. That's mean. That is mean. That's that's really mean, okay? And it's it's it's, it's disrespectful to Harriet Tubman after, you know, all, all she did. All she did. And then people want to disrespect her like that. It was just, they was just bogus. They just didn't get her angles, okay? Nowadays, we got these iPhones, these smartphones. Like, we're able to get our angles. We're, we're able to edit with these filters. They didn't have no filters back then. So, understand this. When Harriet Tubman look, looks a bit rough and tired. I'm t- she was tired. She was, t- I told you, she, she, she dealing with these black folks that, that, that can't swim, that, that, that be complaining, that won't shut up when you be like, Shh, people still talk. And I know a few parties I went to over here where they, they get busted by the police. And then they like, every like the guys who's, who's running the party, they're like, Shh, sh- sh- be quiet, be quiet, be quiet. You still have people talking. So imagine it back then people can't shut up. Nothing has changed. Nothing has changed, and she had to go through that. So, of course, Harriet Tubman is tired, guys. Of course, she's tired. She's tired. And those 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 pictures, they, they didn't get her in the best light. So stop it with the rude Harriet Tubman jokes, please. If you do want to make fun of me and uh, or whatever, like, I would say... Compare me to a character in the in the color purple, maybe, cause 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 that's a movie, that's a movie, and they're actors or whatever. So so call me silly from the color purple if you if you want to make fun of my hair and be racist one day and and just and just talk down on me. But don't come for my girl Harriet, okay? Please don't. And also with this uh, holiday, you know, besides the fact that that slaves had it rough, freaking. Part of me being not educated, uh, we were just, you know, const- we're just constantly educated on the 4th of July, the 4th of July, the 4th of July, Independence Day, Independence Day. Like, who who was independent on that day? Because it sure wasn't me. I wasn't independent. I was not. So, so for schools to put this much emphasis on, on you know, the uh, 4th of July that's kind of ridiculous, especially when I'm explaining to you the the type of a uh, school I did go to with where predominantly black people were were told that 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 this is this is an important day. This is this is why you just stand up for the flag. This is why you need to do all of this. And really, it, it's not, it's a day that really didn't acknowledge us as independent or free people. And I think this was uh, the signing of the Declaration of Independence. So was it July fourth? 1765 it's it's sad that i know i know that date and i don't know the date when when uh 
you know, the, the date of Juneteenth. That is so sad that I know that. That is sad, honestly. And I remember uh, in the Declaration of Independence, they did slightly touch on slavery. And they did say, oh, slavery will eventually end. It will eventually be eradicated, but not right now. Not right now. So we're locked up for about 100 more years. We, we slaved up. We're still picking cotton and whatnot. And it's not, you know, and we're still, they want to claim they're independent whatever whatever you know you, you you got your you got George Washington there um whatever and then you still got slaves here you still got slaves slaving so you can't really say that you can't you can't complain when people don't want to stand up for the pledge of allegiance you can't you can't really say that because of the stuff we're learning in school is not catered towards it's not explaining our history enough it's not explaining minorities history enough because I thought we were all American right I thought we were all American so, be, do, explain some American history here, okay? Explain more American history. And I remember even uh, junior year, I took uh, AP U.S. History. A push, they call it, uh, AP classes were, were not it, by the way. Um, and then, um, you know, I was the only one that actually studied the, the, the freaking book I, re- I was reading. And it's only like a paragraph, a paragraph on slaves being free like ap u.s history this is happening in the u.s this slavery is big a big part of this you know the history of our country it's a big part of it and why is it only a paragraph in there why it's not making any sense so i can understand like people not knowing this stuff People not knowing stuff, own people, black people not knowing their own history like this. This part of U.S. history, like it, even if you don't want to teach, uh, you know, African history, this is part of U.S. history, and and we we need to know this. And then something needs needs to change about this. Something really does need need to change. It needs to be taught in schools, cause then you have dumb holes like me coming to college and saying like, "What day is Juneteenth? I don't know." I'm thinking teen, so it 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 could be. You know, anything teen, 18, 17, 16, 15, 14, 13, you know, I was going to say 12 teen. That's not a, that's not a number. Uh, so yeah, it's, it's a new time. And, um, I do feel like the, the push for this was mainly because of the Black Lives uh, Matter movement in 2020 after George Floyd. And why does something like that need, need to happen in order for, for people to finally recognize this as a holiday and finally decide to, to slightly educate people on this. Why does that need to happen? And I do feel like it was made a holiday just for just for the the white man to to shut us up. Just because you saw that brutal death uh on camera all over the news. You 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 see that and then they're like, This is this is really bad. What can we do? We can't actually do anything. So Let's shut them up. Let's let's make this a holiday. Oh, and also let's let let's take a, a Jemima off off the, the syrup. Oh, that's gonna shut them up, huh? Like, come on. Aunt Jemima is the least 
of our worries. Aunt Jemima is just the least of our worries, okay? I don't like syrup, but I do, I do like Aunt Jemima's pancakes. And if anything, I, I'm, prior, I'm proud that Aunt Jemima was on there. Because I'm like, look at that, a black woman on there. She's represented. Although, you know, it's pancakes and syrup, but at least she's out there represented. And I know one day I can be on a label, you know. So if anything... Little Frenice eating pancakes from the box was inspired by Aunt Jemima. I didn't look at Aunt Jemima and be like, this is so racist. Oh, my God. I didn't look at that that way. It's just, with this whole thing, people were just approaching it the wrong way. And, and these little things that, that they do, it's, it's meant to shut us up. It's, it's meant for them to say, oh, racism that doesn't exist still because, because, oh, we recognize Juneteenth as a holiday. And, oh, we took... And Jemima off of there, and, and, and we are realizing the error in our ways. What is actually being done? Nothing is being done. It's not being done, okay? And, like, also, I like to say, uh, it was a lot of memes going around on Facebook, Instagram, whatever. And, um, it's, it's a Walmart's Juneteenth collection. And it's, it's freaking, you know, the, you know, the, the, the plates, the napkins, the, the fork, the whole set there. And then it's like, who owns Walmart? Who acts, who owns Walmart? This, this, these rich white people trying to profit, trying to profit all off of this. And like, okay, well, it's a popular thing right now. It's Juneteenth is, is popular. So, so, so let's, so let's make this for, for, for these people so we can make money off of it. It's, that that is so ridiculous. If I see any black people buy that from Walmart, it's 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 gonna be it's on site. Honestly, why would you do that? I I saw uh one one play. It it said it's the freedom for me. What? <laughs> That's that is ridiculous. That is so ridiculous. And I'm just getting tired of stuff like this. People doing doing this stuff to, to make it seem like things have changed in some way, but it's not. It's all it's all a front. It's all a facade, you know. And I'm not ask. I'm not sitting here asking for freaking reparations or 20 acres and a mule or something, because I wouldn't even know what what to do with a mule. Honestly, are do mules still exist? I don't know much about animals and science, but I'm not asking for that. But it's things they they know they can do, but. They, they, they decide to do this to make it seem like they're doing something, and they're really not. So I just wish people would, would wake up to that. But anyway, I am getting off topic here. <laughs> so I, I need to get into my main points today on why I love black people. So let's get into it. Oh, what is up? What is up? Point number one, why I love my black folks. We always late. We are always late. Okay. And I got used to that. I really I really got got, got used to that, okay? And um it's <laughs> it's it's really it's really interesting because I, I find this to, to, to be true amongst uh did all these the different black people like I know I talked uh, a few episodes ago about how people assume black people are just this one unilateral thing but actually you know in, in the case of this we are always late and it's sad it is sad like I've literally seen people white people adjust to this black people time and they they tell them an hour early 
And I learned to do that with with my uh, dad too, because he was he was known he was known for for always coming late. He's the latest of the late. I always tell him an hour early, maybe two hours early, because I know. I remember back in middle school, uh, the bus would drop us back from our basketball game, and you know we we would wait in front of the the school waiting for our parents to to pick us up, and I would be the last one there every single time. One time he was so late, my counselor drove me back home. She know where I live now. She she knew where I live. I'm I'm pretty sure she still knows where I live. That is so embarrassing. It's embarrassing. But I'm glad like that that shows that it's some power in our lateness because if people are are able to, you know, change change the way they do things to accommodate to us, what does that show? That 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 shows a lot and we hold power in that way so i appreciate that us black folks always being late you know we're we're you know we hold that power we hold that power and it makes it makes the, the white folk change up something from that okay number two why i love black people black mamas oh black mamas okay so quick story on that um I have a traditional black mom, the 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 one that 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 threatens to to pop you in the head, if 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 even if you let something slick, you know, pop out your mouth. Um, <clears throat> so I made sure I I didn't have anything slick pop out my mouth, and because and because I had this, this mom that that would threaten to slap me if I said anything in any different type of tone that 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 she didn't see was right i am very disciplined because of that and i respect people and not you know and you know i don't i don't catch an attitude right away i don't not right away you know as with my elders no i have it there because of her threats i am very well disciplined very well disciplined i don't understand how how people in move i remember watching movies growing up and we would just be watching like Say uh, movies with, with a white family, whatever, and then the the son or daughter gets into an argument with with their parents, and then they're like, "I hate you, mom." I'm just like, he 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 just he, he said that to his mama. He he said that to his mom. I don't understand how how people did that. Like I was just so shocked. I'm like, oh my god. Like I was feeling the pain for him. And the thing is, the parents did, didn't even pop the, the, the child. They, they they simply was was just like, oh, they they reevaluated their own actions. And then and then they and then they just ended up talking to to the child and they they're just like, "Oh, it's okay. I'll never do that again." Whatever, blah blah blah. And I was just like, this, this is crazy. Could never be my mama. And I feel like a lot of uh Black black people can can relate with the whole black mamas thing, so so thank God, my mama was black and and uh she she definitely disciplined me. You know I wouldn't say okay not to say okay threats threats are the proper way to to discipline a child, but it 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 helps with some people and and it and it definitely helped with me. So I love I love black moms and I love my black mama. Okay. Point number three, black folks are so unorganized. Oh my God, you want to talk about unorganized? Let's talk about my my high school. Talk about my 
my household talk about any event ran by black people like uh, and then the the point is like and and we know that we know that about ourselves so if we see you know black people running it we're like i know my dad for one he he he's so quick to say they so unorganized black folks so unorganized like literally and i can agree with that like like i hate this is the truth it's honestly the truth look at the financial aid office the the financial aid office is you know I'm not gonna lie. Mainly serving for minority students, and it's the reason why it's unorganized and it's late because it's it's ran by by those people, and they're serving those people. Okay, or they they're serving us, or they're serving the minority. So so they feel like they they can be late in unorganized. It's 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 that whole situation there. So we are unorganized, and and we we know that. We know that. And, like, I'm able to adjust based off of, you know, my, my experiences with that. Um, even, you know, these certain programs, these, these uh, college readiness programs or whatever. I know one of them uh, is Upward Bound, right? And great program, honestly. And without that program, I I would not be right here in this situation like like be in college right now because I just had no idea first generation college whatever had no no idea they didn't know anything and then going on those college visits and um you know having those students speak to me and then the the programs that that we had over over the summer and stuff that that really had an impact on me and I learned so much from it but I could say they they were so unorganized we we didn't do we never went by the name itinerary. I remember we always had the freaking itinerary, and we never went by it. We never went by it. It's just like why did you give me this piece of paper? Why are you killing these these trees? Okay, love 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 the people in the program. They're they're nice. Love love what the resources whatever. But they were unorganized, and I hope they know that. And and if and if they think that they they may do better get better in the future or whatever, they they probably won't. But it's fine. Because life isn't organized. So I say by me growing up, you know, in with unorganized people, unorganized events, that helped me prepare for life's unexpected twists and turns. So that's why, you know, you got you got to love black people. You got to turn every negative into a positive, okay? Number four, we know the truth about our own people, okay? And <laughs> honestly, like... It's 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 funny because here uh, in school, I, I I say I say uh certain things about black people, and then the white people are, j- are just so so shocked when they're just like, oh my gosh, why would you say that? That's racist. First of all, you, you can't be racist against your own people, okay? You you, you can't. You, oh, this is not. What's that guy from the from the Boondocks? It's it's, it's not it's not that that a uh, situation. Uncle Ruckus. I, I was gonna say Uncle Rufus. Uh, Uncle Ru- Ruckus. What's that his name? I don't know. It's it's this is not that situation. But you have to know the truth about your own people. What's the point? Cause it's not good to go through life being in denial about everything. Okay. You 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 can't be in denial. Even like I, I say the, the the like the people I know uh, who hate black people the most in life, they're literally black people. Can't stand them. I know my dad for one. He's like, I can't stand black people. <laughs> I can't stand black people. Like, and and that's good. And since we know about our own people and we know all the tricks, whatever, 
we can't be we can't be be surprised we really can't can't be surprised okay we know and I, I i hear my dad say it all the time like like he he's like uh you, you shouldn't be going out at night all those black people out he's he's like okay i'm like okay i know i know like okay so um i wouldn't okay I can admit this as a black person. Not not saying like if if you're not black, you can't. Don't say this out loud, but be be free to think it, cause cause I can't read your thoughts. Okay, say you're walking at night, you see this big group of black people. You know, it's just you walking at night. You, you see a big big group of, of black dudes. Don't don't walk towards that way. Go the other way. And that's not you being racist. That's you knowing the truth. That's you knowing the truth. I I can say it. Because I'm black, but I I know at night I'm not going towards a, a big group of black people. That's that's not you. You go the other way. My parents are like even no, they they know, they know, and they and they point that out. Even if it's just a big group of men, no, they specifically pointed out a big group of black people. Well, wait, they wouldn't say black people. They 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 say the n word, but I won't be saying that today. I will not be giving you the, the pleasure of me, me saying the the N word that rhymes with Tigger, that rhymes with figure, that rhymes with getter. I, I will not be saying that word. Not even with the A at the end. It, it, it's completely different cause, because, you know, it has an A at the end if you say it that way. But uh, I, I will not be saying that word. But but they know. They know. And, and my dad knows. Uh, say, uh in my uh in my town in my in my city whatever when um they see they uh when my dad sees they're, they're building a new restaurant and then he wants to know the owners he wants he really want, wants to know the owners and and uh he's like oh it's ran by by black folks it, it ain't gonna be up till two years from now and that that was the case for this one one barbecue place and then it was they they closed down like like two months later and they opened up every day at 2 p.m so i'm and he know he's like black folks lazy that's why they ain't staying open i'm like okay and then when it's a place that that does stay up you know uh stay stay open you know for for a couple years we are he's so shocked we're we're all shocked we're like oh my gosh that, that that's good for black people we we compare ourselves to ourselves it's like i was saying in that um in the um track star episode you know compare yourself to to yourself we are comparing our people to our people that's pretty good that that, that place has been up since since 2016 you know i i, I give them kudos but but you know most likely unfortunately like like you could blame it on on other things on why why these black owned businesses don't don't last long um but you know we we know the truth about that and also this this expense we know about expensive stuff because we black folks are always trying to charge extra prices for stuff you know because everybody want to open open up uh uh what a, a treats business treats by so-and-so uh they they make food everybody want to cook everybody want to do the same thing nowadays and we know that those prices are, are spiked up like 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 we just know it so although people say support black owned businesses um ma'am sir i'm not i'm not i'm not paying all that for for some chicken alfredo okay like we know we know we have to settle so, sorry we gotta settle and go to Olive Garden, but the thing is, we we know that we know the truth about our own people. So so people that are like owning those those businesses already appreciate that. So 
good. We, we know the truth about ourselves. And that's good because you can't go through life being in denial. That, that's important to have. So that's why I do love black people for that reason. And <clears throat> point number five, black people know how to wait. We know how to wait. We have patience because we've been waiting all of our lives, okay? We weren't waiting for them to, to freaking take Aunt Jemima off the syrup bottle. But, but you know, we, we're waiting for, for stuff. Like, we're waiting for equality. When is that going to come around? Half past never, probably. I'll be long gone. I'll be, I'll be way long gone. Our people been waiting. Our ancestors been waiting for, for them. To, they, they've been waiting to, to get free. They, they waited for that. We waited for, for segregation to be over, okay? And then, and, then what, and then what happened? It was like, oh, happy day. And now, and now we're in this day. We, we, we slightly more happier, but, you know, we, we're, not, we're not completely happy. And then we know that that day probably would never come in our lifetimes. It probably won't. So, so we sit in here to wait, and then we don't expect much. We don't expect much. How some people, they're used to getting what they want what, what they because they're so privileged and they can't wait they 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 cannot they they simply just can't wait for anything because they're so used to getting what they want and then the moment they have to wait for something the the moment they they face the defeat or disappointment they can't take it and then that's it's just over it's just it's just it's just over for them it's just over but having this patience learning how to wait with with the possibility of never getting it of getting what you want you know that's that that that's that's a good mindset to to have. You know that that's a good mindset because you're not walking around here privileged. You're not walking around here privileged, and you know you have to work for everything that that, that you get. You have to work. It takes time, and it's not gonna come at the snap of your fingertips. Okay, so it's good that black people know how to wait. We know how to wait. <laughs> I appreciate that. I, you know, I appreciate that so, so much, you know. <sighs> Point number six. Black people, we we get the most out of our money. We get the most out of our money. And, like, we may be looking thirsty if if we go up to the freaking buffet and then we, we, we got ten plates or whatever. But we going to get, we going to get the most of it. We gonna get the. It may look slightly ghetto, but we gonna get the most of it. If if you say, oh, you 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 could re- refill your drink, whatever. You we gonna get mul- multiple refills, okay? If if you say, oh, it's a buffet, we gonna get all the place, all the place we can get. We gonna make the most out of it. And you say we could take leftovers, okay? Where the foil? Where the foil at? If if we go to a barbecue, whatever. We we you know we make the most of our money, and that's good. That's that's some good saving techniques, cause some people they got freaking major in this stuff, they got a major in finance, accounting, whatever. They they got to learn a, 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 about you know stuff like that. But but you know we over here maximizing our utility as as we learn in econ. I don't even I don't even need need to be in econ to, to know about maximizing my utility. Like I it's not that exact phrase. Like that's not the mindset that. I, that's not the phrase I had, like, in my mind in the time growing up before I actually learned the phrase. But that's what I've been doing. That's what I've been doing each time. I've been making the most out of my money. I've been wearing and tearing until it wasn't worth anything anymore. I've been making it. Okay? If it ain't broke, don't fix it, as my grandma says. Another amount of old stuff in my house I had growing up. I remember uh, we had this one TV's. 
it was it was a gift from my uncle Dave to uh to my grandma uh after my grandfather had passed so so they you know did did up her house whatever and they got her this this flat screen TV and it was an 08 nice nice flat screen TV and it was so expensive because uh that was when flat screens were just you know hitting the market and stuff so it was good a thousand bucks in it they had to go on the payment plan for uh paying for it for a couple years whatever the warranty ended after mm, three years whatever so we had to that that tv done been through it okay and they finally got rid of the tv and the end of 2021 and i'm telling you the amount of times that tv has has went out and the duct tape on the tv the the duct tape, the wires that were hanging out, the the screws that that were loose, we had that TV up, and then they were constantly like my my uh auntie, my dad, they they were they were telling my grandma like, let's you need a new TV, you need a new TV, and then it was kind of, if if it ain't broke, don't fix it. If if you know if it's nothing wrong with 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 what we got, why get another TV, you know? So so that's so that's what happened with like just just little. Little trivial things like that in life that 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 really helped me out. I'm over there maximizing my my utility, whatever. You know, you paying a thousand dollars for a 55 inch back in 08, and you could get that now. Like you could bone rush somebody during Black Friday and get that get a TV like that for for 200 bucks. But of course, back then it was more money. So you know, you're making the most out of your money. Also, I remember doctor visits. Um, I know I spoke. A little bit about this, and uh, she's a runner, she's a track star, about um, the insurance uh, my dad had for HMO ins- insurance. That it's really terrible. They 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 cut costs, and uh, you're you have limited care. You it's it's like, you know they they cut costs any any possible way. So whatever we we had the worst insurance you could possibly have uh, through through the job whatever. So my dad hated paying copays he it's like twenty dollars each time you got to go to the doctor just for the doctor to, to tell you that you needed some saline nose drops and and put an ice pack on so he was he was not not a fan of of the copays so we would go to the doctor each time and it was it was one time i remember it was just it was just stuff going on with me that that, that was a hot year it was it was eighth grade year so i my knee issue so we we wanted a referral for that. We want we want the doctor to to check out that. Then he wanted to to check out an, uh, an inhaler. And then I had a cold. He wanted to, to check out that. He was just trying to. He was like, and then and then and then he, he was like, oh, and and you can get a flu shot and this and this and this. And then the doctor. The doctor's really old. This is a really freaking old doctor. I think he was like eighty or like late seventies. And he's like, hold on, hold on, hold on. One thing at a time. He 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 had a, he had an accident. He was he, he was like, one thing at a time. Hey hey hey. He's over there slowing my dad down. And uh, we just we just want to make the most of that doctor visit because you're gonna pay twenty dollars again for this issue. Twenty dollars for asthma. Twenty dollars for a re- referral. Twenty dollars. Twenty dollars for a flu shot. Twenty dollars. Twenty dollars. Twenty dollars. Why you gotta keep on paying twenty dollars for a copay? He we making the most out of our money, out of each time. And that's good. That that is what life is about. So it's good that we do stuff like that. It's it's a saving technique, and you can save money by not going to some type of financial advising class or seeing somebody about that. We making the most of our money, okay, guys. God, 
Number seven, along with uh, getting the most out of our money, black people don't like to tip. Black people don't like to tip. And with that, uh, I don't expect it. I so I that I can't like I just like automatically discount that. Like right now, um, I finally have a job where people are allowed to tip. You know, you don't have to tip, of course, but it's it's nice. It's not it's nice if you know donate a, a percentage. You know, and and you know just just help help somebody out. Help help somebody out and and and, and give a little like give an extra dollar whatever. No, that's just not the, not not the case. I sometimes I look over on the um on the uh the the credit card machine because I know the the last option is the bottom option right there. It says no tip and it it uh goes red when someone clicks it. Sometimes like I look over from the uh, register and then I I see I see most most black people click no tip and I'm like oh wow. Okay, and and I and I can't be I can't be too upset over that. It's it's like then I went to a place the other day after my dentist appointment. I don't know why I did that when I could barely open up my mouth, but I went I went to the place and then it had the same thing pop up. It was it was a it was a similar setup to Blaze, and uh, it was like tip is ten percent, twelve percent, fifteen percent, twenty percent. I'm like ooh, I said times is hard times it's rough it's, it's okay they they won't miss my my one dollar from this tip whatever and then uh it that that happens and then you know I do feel everyone feels some type of social pressure if somebody's looking over at them and I try to do that sometimes what I try to take my skills what I learned from behavioral economics you know a little nudging what you know Maybe make people feel bad so it could encourage them to tip. No. I, I tried to pull that with, with black folks. They didn't work. They have no shame in their game. I have I have slight shame in my game. I haven't reached maximum carelessness and ma- maximum I'm I'm okay. I'm 100% fine with not tipping you. Because it was one time I, I did. I, I went to, to, to go get some sushi. And the guy, it's the same guy that works in there. I'm, I'm pretty sure he works seven days a week. And I'm just filling out the receipt. And it's a tip option. So then he he's looking up. He always looks over at the receipts. He he's like looking over at my receipt so he so he can take the ticket so he could like line it up. And he's just looking at me, and I'm like, oh, what I look like crossing that 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 tip line now. So I'm I'm like, oh, just give him a dollar. What's gonna be a dollar? Those dollars add up. Those dollars add up. Okay. Like, and I'm sure some people some people gonna tip. Then the next person is gonna tip. But why why do I have to be one tip? But since he does that every single time, I'm just like, you know what? I don't, I don't care. Like, I, I, I give you enough business. So, so why? You, you already know what's up, okay? And also, I'm going to, at some points, when you just allow people to, to, to be racist, you know, and, and have their, their, their prejudices in, inside their head, I'm like, okay, I'm going to let you, let you think black people don't tip. So, it will make it okay that I don't tip you. So... I appreciate some some of that ignorance right there. So maybe he has that. Maybe he doesn't. You know, I don't know. Another reason why I like black people. Number eight, we round up. We round up. We look at the whole, not the separate parts. Okay. So for example, um, if I 
if you know if I'm down down on my money whatever I'm low on money and sometimes you know I, I do want to I, I do ask my parents for for some assistance but I do feel bad asking in general and I'm like hey I'm I'm short on rent can I can I borrow can I borrow 60 64 dollars whatever and then you know my dad's so so quick to say so you need a hundred dollars I didn't say I need a hundred dollars I said I need I need 64 dollars and then you know you you would think if if black people round up so much you would think that you know giving a dollar wouldn't help for a tip but but no apparently it's 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 important okay it's 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 important no you you say you need sixty four dollars it's now a hundred dollars so 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 that's it's 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 good to round up you know we we rounding out here to, to the nearest tenth you know so some people don't know how to round some people don't know how to round around here so round around here and you know that's that that's good that that we do that and I saw myself picking up that habit too and it it was with a parking ticket it was uh $50 and then you know if you wait past uh you know the 10 days or whatever like I still didn't pay $10 more so now the parking ticket is $60 now I gotta pay $100 $100 parking ticket you know uh I, I really can't I really can't and it's good that that I round that that way because you know when the when the money comes out of my account or whatever I'm like oh I have more money than I expected because I round it up okay and that saves the disappointment because who wants to be disappointed all the time so rounding up really helps and it puts you in better spirits although the parking ticket is sixty dollars I said it was a hundred dollars you know I pay sixty dollars I'm like okay I have forty extra dollars that's not the way how money works and all my econ professors will probably slap me in the face for saying that because that makes no sense but that is it's all mindset money is mindset money money is you know a, a, a social construct whatever you know, so that's the way we see things. And number nine, why I love black people is because we are a hilarious bunch with dark humor. A hilarious bunch. Okay, I'm I'm telling like black people are hilarious without even trying. And if it's one thing, I love being around funny people. I love being around funny people. And also, you know, I don't strictly surround myself just around black people I, I, I surround myself around funny people but like you know a lot of these black people tend tend to be funny with dark humor i spoke in my last episode about you know just my fondest memories just being you know with my siblings just cracking so many jokes and i always thought all of us were so funny my parents my grandparents and i'm always able to acknowledge that humor and it's good and i love dark humor too and we have that dark humor and we have the dark humor based off of our experiences in general in in society and you know not not to say I'm grateful for those experiences because we have dark humor no we're able to be funny in that way and we're able to to make light out of things even though it's not the best situation and and that's an important skill to have in life too because you know you have one one thing that that goes wrong and then you're just so down about it the entire time and you can't move on no bad stuff happens every day all the time different parts of the world whatever and you got to get through it and like whether that's laughter that that gets you through the day or or whatever you know that's that that's really that, that that's really a a great valuable skill to have and a, and a good out positive outlook to have on life and that's why um people 
like to complain a lot of times about this uh um the left like extreme leftists and stuff being snowflakes they like to call us snowflakes that's pretty ironic because i know a lot of people on the right that are snowflakes too they they're selectively you know being snowflakes or whatever and it happens like to everybody whatever and just the certain stuff of these uh hmm caucasians <laughs> i'm not there's just no other way to put it uh get upset over certain things um it's 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 ridiculous and then like us us black folks is, is just watching on tv like i'm watching abc7 i'm like is this seriously going on like for example um the initial shutdowns uh with covid in uh march march 2020 and you know april may when the initial shutdowns was like okay we're shutting down barbershops and people are protesting in the streets. Uh, their sign says, we can't get haircuts. I want a haircut. I want to go to the bar. And then we're just like, uh. And it's funny because then June 2020, the, uh, you know, uh, protesting happened after uh, George Floyd. And then the white people are just like, oh, my God. Why are they out there protesting? Protesting is not going to do anything. They complain about everything. Segregation is over. Slavery is over. Why are they out there like that? And then I'm just like, do, do you not see how these issues are different here? You were protesting over that you can't get a haircut. You were crying over it. And we're crying over a bigger issue. Someone putting someone's, a uh, police officer putting his knee on the, on a black man's neck and killing him. And, and, and you, and you are, you think these situations are in any way the same thing. And the fact that even like you want to judge us so harshly for doing that, it doesn't make any sense to me. <laughs> oh my God. So that's, 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 that's what I'm talking about. Just, just stuff like that. And then when, um, I see people who are, you know, just offended over these little things and like upset and and really down down about it and then i'm just like uh we've been going through this all of our lives and we don't know any other way so why are you so upset about it why why are you so upset like um i say also like um situations here like when white people become oppressed in some 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 type of way they um I I look at it and I'm just like, why are you so over dramatic about that? This happens every day. This this happens whatever. This, this happens all the time. And then I realize like, oh, we grew up with different life experiences, you know. We're you know in in, in into the different bodies. So then I see I'm like, okay, well that's why you're upset about it, whatever. And then I sit here crack a joke about it. And it's like, oh my god, it's I'm like, huh. It's it's good to have humor. It's good to have dark humor. It's good to to not be offended over. Uh, I said the old word to not be upset over over everything that you know that that goes on in, in society. I'm just like, calm, please calm down, people. Please calm down. It, it's good to crack a joke. And, and if I crack a joke with some dark humor, don't don't gasp. It's okay to laugh and don't feel bad for laughing. Okay, please. But if I make a joke about fried chicken, it's okay. Cause let me tell you, black people do love fried chicken, and uh, white people love fried chicken. Hispanic people love fried chicken. Asian people love fried chicken. Everybody likes fried chicken. We're just known for it for some reason. Number ten, black people can be supportive when 
they want <laughs> honestly because we could see the thing is there's no there's no normal neutral supportive stance for us we either don't support you at all we don't mess with you or we we super supportive okay okay like honest honestly and and that's good that's good because i know this country is um is it 13%? 13% African-American here. So it's good to have that support. It's good to have the backup. And you could go to, to different places, different states, and like whatever. Like you gonna you see one black person there and then you're gonna you're gonna feel you're gonna feel more comfortable. You're gonna feel more comfortable because I I just told you this small percentage out of everybody here in in this country, in the United States, and you know, you you see that one person there that that got your back, you know, and that's and that's important to have. So we can be supportive when we want, you know. Like when I initially came here, like I talked about initially, um, how I wanted to 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 leave my high school because I was just so I was I was like I'm getting tired of black people. I need to go in a more diverse environment. And I come here, and then it's sixty percent white people, and um, and I just feel so excluded and I try to join in the conversation. I'm not, I'm not understanding the conversation and they're not including me in the conversation. And then I felt some way how I was sort of a token in a way like, Oh, well, this is a very diverse group of, of friends. We have all white people, a whitewashed Asian girl and a Frenice. So <laughs> that, that was how I messed. And this school is 6% African American. And, uh, I know, like, most of us here, we we are supportive of, of each other, and we understand, like, this situation we're in, where we are the minority, and we have to have each other's back in some way, if it's just saying, hey, what's up, or not acknowledging each other, you know, that, that matters, and, and, that's, and that's important, and, and that is what we have here, okay? Black people can be supportive, or they can be completely not supportive, okay? At least they, they don't be fake with it, they, they be straight up. And number 11, I, I would like to conclude with number 11, just, you know, because I know some of the stuff I said was like, oh, my gosh, why would she say that? But black people are so unique. We're so freaking unique. We're different. We're not like the other girls. Um, not not like that, because everybody who says that they're actually like all the other girls. But we're we're so unique to the point where I come to this school. I have braids in my hair. And and people act like I came from the circus, but the point is, we you could tell you, you mm, some people, some black people, you, you can't tell apart. They 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 also do have cookie cutter black girls, but just kidding. But but you know we're we're different. We we come up with this music, you know, come up with these hairstyles to the point where people want to copy and culturally appropriate. That is a compliment that that people want to culturally appropriate my hair. Like don't do it, cause I I will call you out on it. That that is so. That's I really appreciate that 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 we are so unique to the point where people want want to um, steal our styles and claim it as their own and claim it's not racist that 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 they do it. So so thank you for that. Thank thank you for for doing that because it makes me feel so much important and and me being here. Uh, my my presence is is making you. Uh, change up your style and, and and things like that and it's and it looks so nice to the point where you have to have to do that and even to the point where where you just want to uh you feel the need to touch my hair or whatever and 
you know, touch it like, like I'm some type of um, exhibit. Like, I'm like, wow, I'm that unique. Even though it's, it's racist, but I'm unique at least, okay? <laughs> so, guys, that those were uh, my points on why I love black people. Ooh, conclusion time, guys. You know, of course, I always got to conclude with the little advice and uh, clarification points here. Um, but I would like to just conclude in general, um, you know, with the, like I was saying earlier, with Juneteenth, the lack of education, the uh, lack, of, lack of education surrounding this. Because the fact that I completely knew nothing about this, but I know the exact date when, when the Declaration of in- Independence was signed, who signed the like, Declaration of Independence, um, whatever, flag this, flag that, uh, all my stuff, my knowledge about, you know, U.S. American history and and the fact that uh, black people aren't accounted for that. And we were such we are such a big part in that. We are such a big part in that in the economy, whatever. Like we are such a big part of American history. And it's no argument there. It's no argument there. This is American history. You say this is America. You learn about American history. Well, that was part of American history. It's not African history. It's. It's truly this. It's truly American history, and we need to learn more about it. It was a good. It's a good step, you know, that this is a holiday now. But the motives behind it, like I said earlier, they're kind of off. It's it was served as a way to kind of shut us up, and I'm not gonna settle. I'm not gonna settle. Nobody should should settle, and I'm not gonna b- b- pretend everything is all peaches and cream with this because it's it's truly not. Cause I know the most behind this. I I see straight through with it, and it was just it's a holiday now to uh, make these people, you know, that they, they're like, okay, we made this a holiday. That that that, that shuts them up for a bit. But how long is this gonna keep us shut up? Cause it ain't it ain't it ain't keeping us shut up. It's, I'm not gonna shut up about it. I'm gonna keep on talking. I'm gonna talk. In public, on the microphone, whatever. I'm going to keep on talking about it. Because what hasn't changed? What hasn't changed? But basically, everything. Everything that was wrong. The wealth inequality. The difference in home ownerships. The differences in how many African Americans own businesses. The, the uh, you know, the, the uh, education. All of that. That has not changed at all these these low income communities just the fact that I can sit here and tell you that my school is six like six percent African American. That's that's the fact. What are we doing to, to get more more of these uh, African Americans educated? What are we doing with that? What are we doing with wealth inequality? What what are we doing that? The amount of black women that that die uh, giving birth what like nobody ever talks about that. Nobody ever talks about any of this stuff. But hey, I talked. Oh, but and 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 Jemima is is off the syrup bottle. So so like that that doesn't matter. Clearly, none, none of the stuff I matter. I mean, I just talked about matters. But but and, and Jemima's off off the syrup bottle. So like everything's okay. Seriously, do, do do you see how ridiculous that that sounds? And people think everything is okay. And then Walmart wants wants to make a joke out of it. Literally a joke. And I. They know what they're doing. They know what they're doing. They need to take that stuff right now off the freaking shelves. Because that is an embarrassment. Because they think we're stupid. They think black people are stupid. 
They 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 really do. And they playing us playing us like a we. A, a game we. Like I was trying to think of, of some type of system that, that you play, but they playing us like a PlayStation two. Not a PlayStation three, not a PlayStation four, a PlayStation two. They think we old, outdated, they think we stupid, but we're not. And this being a holiday doesn't doesn't change anything about what's going on in America right now. It doesn't change anything what's going on around the world right now. It does not. And I'm and I'm here to say that. I know. I know. And this is not to, to take away from the fact like I talked about, although in a joking manner, but understand I'm serious about this. The way we've come so far. We've come so freaking far and we can go farther not get what complete we can go farther like we're not going to settle with this we have come so far and the african americans that fought so hard to to get to where we're at right now i appreciate those brave souls i i appreciate so much the amount of people that died uh, who came in from you know you know slaves that that came from africa the amount of People that died in that process. That, that would have rather committed suicide than, than, than become a slave. Then, you know, the, the people that, that survived all of that. We got to appreciate that. The, the braveness of Harriet Tubman, even though I was like making jokes or whatever. But her braveness, people like that. I appreciate that those people are, are willing to, to risk their lives and endure all of that to, to get to the point where we are right now. And even after, even beyond that, those, those those civil rights leaders, you know, Rosa, you know, although all she did, I say all she did, she I, th- I think she did spend the night in jail or whatever, but you know she sat down, she didn't get up. They said get up, and she said no. Okay, like okay, I don't know if Rosa Parks was the best example because people have opinions on Rosa Parks. It was like she was just lazy. Um, but Dr. Martin Luther King died in the name of freedom. Got his house blew up. I'll be so mad someone blew up my house. Like say, say if I was fighting for a freaking equality and then somebody blow my house up. I'm like, okay, I'm done. Never mind. Y'all could have that. You got these these uh these leaders are freaking resilient. So resilient, and um, you gotta give it up to them because nowadays. You people go on social media and they want to argue the correct point about, you know, the, inequal- the inequality in, in society amongst, you know, African-Americans and white people. They go out, they go in the conversation and want to argue a point and they get talked about so badly with spread all this misinformation, all these, these racial slurs thrown at them. And then they give up there. They give up there and they're, they're, they're done. But this is not like those people. They didn't, they didn't do so. It wasn't social media. You know, it wasn't social media that what they had to endure. You know, it was it was physical violence. It was people blowing up your house. It was it was it was people spraying water hose, releasing the dogs out on you because you want to go protest and fight. You know, and fight with with valid purpose. With valid purpose. I I saw a couple years ago, people over here arguing in the comments why segregation was better. And why segregation needs to come back because races can't can live can can live together in America, and that's so sad to see that people are thinking of thinking like that. 
in the the 21st century in this decade people are thinking like that and as that's why i do i I do i do give it up to them and i and i am grateful although everything's not completely okay but i'm grateful to be in this time period versus the one that you know versus the the one that, that that came before me okay you know I'm so appreciative to all those leaders, all those people that that did that, you know. And also, I would like to talk about these generational differences too. Um, like my grandma, uh, dad's mom. She she's eighty four, turning eighty five in September this year. And just those generational differences, everything that she has been through. And people want to say segregation is over. What what are you talking about? Everything's fine now. There are, there are no laws that that are stopping black people from doing anything. No, like I said, the starting line. Wait, wait, wait when was I, when was I talking about the starting line? Oh, it was the the black vote um episode, but the starting line completely different. And for people to say that everything is over, but the fact that I literally have a, a grandparent. That was alive during the Jim Crow era. Jim Crow era. And she can vividly remember them there being separate water fountains, movie theaters, people being raised, her being in a in an all black like segregated schools. The fact that I have a grandparent that that can remember there being segregation laws is so sad. And for people to say that it's over. Like there's no excuse. Like we need to stop talking about it. That is purely ridiculous. It's it's a ridiculous argument to make. So I don't know why people are still making this argument. Oh my god, that that is just so it's 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 ridiculous. And to the point where since my grandma has you know she lived through that time period and she has stories to to tell. And I remember um, this was back in second grade and. Um, my uh yeah so we had a grandparents day back in uh my second my elementary school where it was you know second and third graders and um she came for for grandparents day and she had uh brought up a conversation that we had the previous day i'm like girl first of all i was like girl what would you expose me so so she was talking about that and 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 she was like uh she was like oh when uh me me and Fernice were talking she said that she couldn't actually believe that uh that actually happened and that uh and that people can can just uh that that she was alive during that time period where people literally thought that was okay to do like what what people literally thought segregation was the only way so i i was like thinking that as a as a second third grader i'm just like i can't like like there's no way that that happened i can't believe that like like for me to like even comprehend the, the fact that no that no that wasn't okay as as a second third grader like you would think like these are grown adults making these these laws you know what the heck thinking separate but equal when it's not really equal that doesn't even make any sense like did they really think separate but equal was gonna make any sense like what what i mean it's it's a cool phrase to to say like yeah that uh yeah i remember that you know was that brown versus board of education that was back when i was memorizing those those landmark uh, supreme court cases um that doesn't make any sense and for me as a second grader 
um to to see that and then for grown adults having to had to make that decision the brightest of the bunch uh in the supreme court making that decision that's purely ridiculous you know and again like what if i were to ask her what she thinks about juneteenth she she would be like what's juneteenth well i'm sure now now she knows that now that it's a holiday she wouldn't know what juneteenth is but you know what she does know she knows all that that suffering she had she she endured she knows she knows the the unequalness the the racist that she had to endure in the in the south in the north she knows that that's all she knows she doesn't know about Juneteenth and nor nor does again I'm gonna go back to Angel Mima nor nor does she know was the the Angel Mima uh Sarah she she didn't know that that was that was race she didn't know that but she knows what what she's been through what she's lived what she saw with her eyes. She knows that. And like I said, just making this a holiday is not fixing anything. That doesn't change anything. It doesn't fix anything. It really doesn't. Um, and like I said, just this suffering with the uh, older generation, it, it leads them to not really care as much. And I know, like, let me, let me talk about this. Cause I've, <laughs> I say certain stuff about black people and then, non-black people get upset with me and call me ignorant but we don't care like I I remember saying this this one phrase over this phone over the phone to uh one of my ex-friends I'm like I said there's some black people that think black lives don't matter and she was really up, up upset she was uh she was confused by that, and then she basically called me ignorant. She, and then she, and then she uh, said, "Oh, I read papers about this, this, that." And I'm like, oh, "You read papers? I'm living it, and I am in a household where people people feel this way. So, so what are you talking about? People think they know more than you because they read papers. That's that's what I'm talking about. People not being street smart and book smart at the same time. But that that's that that's besides the point. I'm saying." Let me get to this point here about the older generation not not caring as much that the fact that this is a holiday like go. OK, let's go to the time after after this, you know, says segregation and you have my dad's generation. He's currently 45. I think that's generation Gen X, Gen X, Gen Y. One of those. I, I, I think he's Gen Y. And uh, the racism he had to do you know how racist people were in the nineties? Police pulling pulling him over because just because he was black, people like want to send him to, to jail because he's black. You know that that stuff that stuff is still there. And like to like if if you were to ask him what do you think about Juneteenth, he'd say it's a holiday. I get a paid day off. I don't think he gets a paid day off actually, but but he's like. That's good. It's a holiday. They're treating it like a holiday. This, this, this is closed. Or like we would be more upset that that something is closed. Like, oh, I forgot it was a holiday. And you would think black people, like, oh, this is your holiday. You should know. Like, no, it's it's just now becoming a holiday in 2022. People, like black people, have been through so much, so much, so much. They have to experience it, saw it with their own eyes, 
and and then you want to tell them, oh, we we got you a holiday. Aren't you happy? Aren't you appreciative? Like, oh, can can you believe it? We we've come such a long way. And then you're like, what does that compare? Like, okay, yeah, we have we have a nationally recognized holiday. And what what does that what does that mean? Does, does it does it change the fact that I was drinking from from separate water fountains, going going to 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 schools with you know with you know, less valuable education that doesn't change the fact that, that the police pulled you over because your skin skin tone that doesn't change any of that. That, that doesn't change the fact that even me today that I get racially profiled and people make assumptions about me. Even here just just these little microaggressions. Um the the way I'm treated too. That, does that change anything just because Juneteenth is a holiday? That doesn't change anything. That doesn't change anything at all doesn't when i'm walking down the street and i try to ask I, I say hey i say hey to a you know white person and it's been a a few times where people where white people start talking different like in a uh, they 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 change they they change like like the tone of, of their voice to 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 sound black and i'm just like huh like not like I say sound black, but I don't I don't know a correct term for it. I didn't even know that this was a term. I just knew it was racist. They they were changed the, the tone of, of their voice and their and you know their their, their vocab and, and like talked to me in in a different way because they they thought that I spoke that way and that's racist. That that that's freaking racist. They they would go they would go to me like yo what's up G and I'm just like huh like sir I speak English just like you. And you don't need to, to speak to me like that. <laughs> so, so little stuff like that is, is, is racist. So, again, Juneteenth does not change that. But, again, what is this? The, the second year this is officially a holiday. It's, it's only the second year. Doesn't change anything. I, I'm not noticing anything. It's a free day off. I see Starbucks is closed today. Starbucks is closed, guys. Okay, that's that that that's the difference I see. I'm not seeing much difference, but a step I am making. I'm making an episode dedicated to. I'm making why I appreciate black people, although <laughs> it's you know it's 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 meant to offend. It's 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 meant to make a joke out of it because because like I said, dark humor. We got we got the dark humor. We we been through stuff, so we're able to have some some sort of sense of humor because this is how we live. And you can't just sit down being, you know, so pitiful of yourself the entire time because that's just the way life is. And you got to keep going and you hope for the best. And if, if you're a fighter, fight. But is it worth getting killed over? That's that's the way some people felt. And I'm grateful for those people. I'm so grateful for the, for, the, for those people who did that and who was willing to, to risk their life for the future generation. Because I can honestly say this... This whole thing, even people thinking that racism doesn't exist. Are we going backwards? The more openly racist people since Donald Trump was elected. I think we're going backwards. So I don't think anything will be fixed in my generation. And I don't think uh, the past leaders thought that anything would be fixed in their generation. They said, I would probably die before anything gets changed. I will probably die. My kids will probably be dead. Maybe my grandkids will will be alive and old before anything changed. But they were willing to risk their life for the future generation. So for someone to be that selfless, we have to appreciate that.
So if you want to fight, fight. But if you don't, I don't blame you. You go on with the flow. You live in your life the only way you know how to. Just don't contribute to the problem, guys. This is the freaking Juneteenth special episode. Right, guys? All right, all right, all right. That is all for today's episode. Thank you so much for listening. I upload when I upload. It may be late, of course, because I told you, black folks are always late. But for any questions or for my advice segment on my podcast, like it don't even have to be questions. You, could, If you just want to have a conversation with me, I'm down to talk or I'm down to text. I'll try to move my thumbs as fast as I, as I can. But you can email me at fcoupe24 at gmail.com. And that's F-C-O-U-P-E-T 24 at Gmail. Or if you're born sometime in this decade, the last decade, or whenever they had technology or Instagram created, you can DM me there at Frenies Da Beast. And if you need me to spell that, that is F-R-A-N-E-S-E-D-A-B-E-A-S-T. I think I spelled that right. But again, I am your host, Frenies Coupe. Celebrate your black person. You could cash at me if you want or or cash up your black neighbor. But always, 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 always be prepared to offend, to offend and have a great day.